0: Welcome to Adventure, Episode One. Uh, my name is Kyle Verstag. I'm here with James Noka. Howdy, howdy, howdy! And uh, we're at the starting line of the Michigan Gumball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, start your engines! Come on, mama! Fasten your seatbelts and get ready for fun. The Gumball Rally has begun! Whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa. The Gumball Rally and All Out, Anything Goes, Absolutely Illegal Race, from Times Square to the Pacific Ocean. No catalytic converter and no 55 mile an hour speed limit. The next time out, I'm going to make sure you get a driver's license. 35 magic hours, flat out against the red line. It's not a risk, it's a challenge. The drivers come in all shapes, sizes, and sexes. Hey, slow that thing down! If you catch me, you can have me. From all walks of life, all over the world. The first rule of Italian driving. What's behind me is not important. But in the Gumball Rally, the cars are the stars. Camaro. Corvette. Cobra. Porsche. Ferrari. Rolls-Royce. Kawasaki. They go over. Under. Around. And through. Anything that stands between them and the finish line. It's a mad, 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 mad world on wheels. Here's a magnificent. But this is a race, man. Some things are more important than winning. So fasten your seatbelts. What's the matter with you? The gumball rally has begun. let you listen into some of the excitement here. They're going to start our engines in like 5 minutes. Yep, got it. We had our 5 minute warning already so they're going to the whole crowd which is probably there's probably 115 120 cars here, I'm guessing. Yep, of all different varieties and shapes and sizes and we got some hot cars, we got some muscle cars, we got some Rusty old pickup trucks. <laughs> and everything in between. And family grocery getters. Family grocery getters. Minivans. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see. Yeah, I did see a minivan. Minis. Mini yeah. Coopers. I mean, just amazing. Got a bunch of cars. Yep. 600 horse uh, chargers. Uh, 500 horse Mustangs.
1: Amazing. amazing. Porsche's. Porsches
0: Corvettes. Yep. So... Stay tuned. Yep. (laughs) already in a traffic jam, (laughs) yeah, welcome to the traffic jam, I love it, people are doing burnouts and shit, what's that, people are doing like mini burnouts, like this guy in front of us, yeah, he's got a pretty smoking car, yeah, it's, that's a 310 horsepower uh, Cobra, Actually, this car has more horsepower than that, and I would fucking smoke him. And he doesn't even know it. <laughs> that car in front of him is hot, though. Oh, yeah. That, that's it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of really modified uh, Mustangs and uh, kind of American muscle cars here. And uh, there's a few modified Vets that are uh pretty pretty epic to say the least uh there's one for sure challenger hellcat that i saw and there's a i saw a uh charger with a hellcat sticker on it but i don't know if that's legit or what there was a a charger here last night that's that orange one yeah he had he's got 800 horsepower in this car god dang i'm having a hard time keeping it on the road yeah <laughs> well geez i wonder why randy i'm choking back here knock it off <coughs> lots of uh smell of burning rubber in the yeah. air <laughs> and, we're, and we're going 10 miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> just hanging there yeah and sandblasting the bridge and painting it yeah they said uh, the bridge has lead paint and that's why they have to collect all of uh-huh. that stuff yeah yeah, they do that on the on, uh, Mackinac uh, Bridge all the time. There's an STI. I don't know, that's just... Ah, he blew it! <laughs> he blew his engine? I don't know. Something bad happened there, though. I know that. That It's not supposed to smoke like that. <laughs> no, Christ. All right, here I we go. Think. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> See, my tires don't squeal because <laughs> yeah. it's all-wheel drive. I actually go somewhere when I step on it. <laughs> Okay, we gotta find that Tim Hortons here. Well, <laughs> he's getting gas. <laughs> uh, already getting gas. Burnt, Burnt all the, uh, out from the burnouts. Uh, yeah. Wow, there's a lot of smoke in the air. oh yeah. Cruising right along here, uh, at yeah, to the Automotive uh, Hall of Fame Museum here. Uh, we're, we did a really quick first checkpoint at Tim Hortons, and uh, I'm making decent time there. We got out of there quick, and then right behind us is uh, a whole line of other gumballers. We've got a uh, police presence up ahead here somewhere. Obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. there's some gumballers. <laughs> bizarre. This Waze freaking wipes my battery right out. Okay, I plugged in, and I'm still losing battery. Oh, yeah, you've got a bad battery. Are you not charging? It's, yeah, it's charging, but it ain't fucking charging enough. the the story of the hot rod race that fatal day when the Ford and the Mercury went out and played. Well, this is the inside story, and I'm here to say I'm going to get the that was driving that Model A. Well, it's got a Lincoln motor and it's freely souped up, and the Model A body makes it look like a pup. It's got 12 cylinders and uses them all with an overdrive that just won't stall. It's got a four barrel carbon dual exhaust, four 11 gears that so can really get lost. It's got safety tubes, and I'm not scared the brakes are good and the tires are fair. Left San Pedro late one night The moon and the stars are shining bright Everything went fine up the Grapevine Hill We was passing cars like they were standing still So this is the f- first real check-in for us We were at the... Uh, and you reached Tim Hortons? Yeah, that's alright And uh, we're at the Automotive Hall of Fame Museum And we are the first ones in So we're... Well out of the first checkpoint now, uh, headed to the next one. So far, so good. Not too many cops on the road, just a few. I was surprised that there was not that many cars that there with us. Yeah, well, we we got there kind of early. ate the checkpoint car. Now, the other routes... Clear, ...clear the cops out for us there. Huh? That guy will clear the cops out for us. Yeah. That's a free pass if we can keep him in sight. So it'll be interesting to see this one. How many people are here? I think this is our lunch one. Kind yeah. got early for lunch. I know. <laughs> doesn't mean we have to stop and eat there, but we have to stop right. there to get our ticket. And then we can grab a lunch and gas station or something. Stop tickling, though. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's only 13 miles away. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's actually not too far from an REI. Okay, heavy police presence ahead, so... Yeah, I would definitely be going to speed on it. Yep, yep. By the way, people, we are not speeding at all. We are following all posted speed limits and traffic laws, of course. Hey, James, you want me to be the aggressor and get these guys over? I'm going to run out front and scout up ahead. I'll call back anything I see. You guys are clear all the way to 120 on that long straightaway. You're clear. Still clear all the way to 122. He's on the other side. Uh, Team no life here. If you're on here, man, good run. Still clear through 123. Well, we'll uh, check back in at the next checkpoint here. All right. We've uh, just done our, what is that, fourth fourth checkpoint? Yeah, fourth checkpoint uh, at the Twin Peaks restaurant. Yep, uh, yep. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a neat place. I liked it. Yeah, they had... uh, Fried pickles and all these sorts of things, you And we had uh we were the first ones there again at that, that checkpoint. Yeah. And so we're uh we're running ahead of the game, but what's what what they put restrictions on you because you can't pick up your ticket until the next until a certain time. Yeah. yeah. And so we literally were there an hour ahead of the time. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, but there were other cars there with us. <laughs> so yeah, but they caught up to us. Yeah, that's all right. They know who's there first. Uh, but yeah, this next one is uh, Mechanics. Like what a what it's, it, uh, say it, said, it, uh, it says it said It says Mechanics automotive, automotive. Stop by for a drive-through photo shoot, free lunch, prizes, and a police escort to the to kick and Brass shooting range. Checkpoint cards at the front desk from 2 until 3.45. Now, we'll be there at 12, and it's... I mean, we'll be, it's from 12 o'clock now. We'll be there at 12.30, I think, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's what it says on waves. And uh, we'll stop... Well, no, no, yeah, on 12.43. At yeah. So we have to kill an hour and a half there. Yeah, we can stop in the shop and check it out. There's yeah, no, no law against that. Yep. We top off the gas. We burnt a, a half a tank of gas <laughs> in like no time. I wonder how, how far the the shooting range is. It's a shame that we couldn't. Uh... I I think the the problem again is the hours. The, yeah, yeah. It's a, once again they 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 screw you on the hours because. You can either go to uh, Mechanics and go to the Ginger the Gingerman Raceway, or go to Mechanics and Kick and Brass Shooting Range from four to five. I want to I want to go around the racetrack. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, we can shoot anytime. But uh, but it's interesting how they've laid this out because you you really you could be almost. In like a, a grocery getter minivan, and probably be just as competitive as everybody else. Well, that yeah, that's kind of the idea. It's not supposed to be a race. I mean, they everybody knows who who's first in the checkpoint. Um, uh, but the uh, you know, it's you you don't get any extra points for doing that or anything. It's just a do you want to do that or not kind of thing. Yeah, like literally it's, I think you could probably make all these checkpoints and drive 35 miles an hour, honestly. uh, Right. Right, because there's so much time in between them. Yeah. But it's it's really more like a poker run. Yeah. A poker run with really hot cars. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, but once again, like I said, you got a lot of vehicles that are tacked out pretty big, and all, all I want to yeah. say, all show and no go. Yeah. You know, so, it's let's, like... so let's talk about this. So um, we were we were we kind of started towards the back of the pack uh, at the starting line because I I didn't know they were lining up. And so we finally lined up, kind of started towards the back of the pack, and there was this guy in a red Cobra in front of me, not. Not the one you're thinking of. This is, like, the Mustang remake of the Cobra. Anyway, like, he would let 10 feet get in front of him, and then he'd, like, spin his tires real quick, right? He does this and does this and does this, and then, like, I don't know, like, he comes in, like, an hour and a half behind us at every checkpoint. Yeah. Yeah, um, so it's like they get out on the road and not really road warriors or just... They, they make a lot of noise yeah, and a lot of smoke, but not a lot of time, I guess, is the way I would put it. Which you were, at the last checkpoint, you were talking about how that's kind of like the guys that have the AR with yeah. all the shit hanging off of it and can't shoot for right. anything. Or they put paintball body armor on. Yeah. take a picture of themselves. It's kind of funny. Anyway, we should probably tell them about this podcast. Really, it's... Uh, Uh, Just adventure, basically. Yeah, just just getting out there and doing it. And then, you know, occasionally uh, there will be some political content on this podcast. (laughs) It Uh, has to happen. It freaking has to happen. Right, and so, like, you know, we we did another podcast and uh, people would tune in and some people would bitch because they were tuning in for one thing and they were getting uh, occasionally some politics with their... Other content, and so you know we're we're just going to say right up front. Occasionally, you're going to hear some politics on here, right? And you might you might hear a uh, uh, you might hear some um, bad words. Well, wait a minute, there are no bad words. <laughs> Only bad people. Uh, <laughs> there's uh, sometimes we we'll won't be watching our language. Sometimes we'll rant. Yeah. Sometimes the rants are funny. Well. Yeah, they, we. If if it isn't funny, I typically cut it out, and that happened a lot with the other podcasts. Where probably about fifty percent of the stuff we talked about actually made it up, made it yeah. into the podcast. There, yeah. were, there was one episode where we talked for three and a half hours, and it was a forty-five minute long podcast. Right. <laughs> so that's uh that's basically what we're what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, a little different different kind of a format than it was before. And uh, trying to focus more on doing stuff and having fun. Because those were the episodes that people liked a lot. And they liked the, uh, you know, they're just talking about shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got a lot of feedback about that. Uh, we should say... Uh, for this gumball rally, uh, American Knife Company is a sponsor. They have a sticker on the car. Uh, we have all kinds of other sponsors that I'll probably list in the in the credits for the podcast. So. And it's it's actually been very interesting. A lot of a lot of uh, interesting characters. A uh, lot of hot cars. Oh yeah. A uh, lot of a lot of uh, uh, chest pounding. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, Yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> My God, last night there was this guy, we were, uh, I was in the bar, and I heard him talking about the rally, and I had a couple in questions. In feet, to the right to M14 West, Ann Arbor to U.S. 23 North, Flint. So you know right where we are. Staying yep. to the right yeah. to M14 West, Ann Arbor to U.S. 23 North, Flint. So he... Anyway, I had some questions about the rally. Oh, shut up. Stay to the left to exit 45. <laughs> F- 14 last in Arbor. Oh, God. Now you did it. Okay, so at any rate, uh, I'm asking... I, I heard him talking about the rally, so I turned around and, you know, introduced myself and started asking him some questions because they, they'd done it before. And it turns out the people we hung out with last night were there for the first one he's got the one guy has this real funny story he runs an ad agency and the the organizer of this event is very very tall and extremely skinny and uh, he dresses like eminem (laughs) and he's like younger so he was saying he met this guy in a parking garage and handed him a thousand dollars cash for the first rally and uh, he didn't know if he'd ever see that money again, or see this guy again, or whether he was <laughs> in the rally or not, or if he was going to get a bag of coke. Yeah. <laughs> and those are his words, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a evening talking to them, and uh, he was real eager to show me his car. So we went out to his car, and he's driving a a Porsche. With, it's like a Carrera S or something. Yeah, like that. that's what it was, the Carrera S. Yeah, and he. Uh, he was real eager for me to drive it. And so I, I got in the car, and uh, they're quick. They're really quick. Um, there were two Porsches parked right next to us, and I met both of those guys, and that's who we actually hung out with last night. And they're both automatics. And as it turns out, like in, in those higher-end cars like that, you're better off getting the automatic transmission because oh, no. the computer so good listen i used to have that 70 chevelle uh-huh and uh back when i was in a, a younger crazier individual and uh i had a 70 chevelle super sport carl induction hood 454 um automatic really really nice car and uh you can't shift Good enough to beat an automatic. That's why dragsters have automatics in them. Yeah, I mean, it's just the fact of life. You cannot shift. I mean, well, you may think you can, but you can't. Right, and then you know, and the thing is, is like, automatics got a bad name because people had family cars, right, with were, automatics in them. Yeah, and and like it, it never chooses the right stuff, but that's because it's not, it's not designed that right. way. Right, right. If you get a car like those Porsches that are designed and all of that stuff is computer controlled, it's going to be faster. Right. You know. Well, that was proven time after time after time on the strip. Yeah. Back when I was a kid. I yeah. Mean, it was the automatics always beat the, you know. And, and you, the other thing that the automatics rarely, rarely, rarely did was um, redline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, the guys that were shifting were the guys that were blowing up their engines because they missed the gear. Yeah. They freaking had their one foot on the, on the, uh, on the gas pedal and the other one flipping in and out of the clutches and, and, uh, they're the ones that are blowing up their cars. Yeah. You know, they miss a gear and boom, red line. So that's, that's definitely something to think about. And even though I had that knowledge, it didn't stop me from giving them both shit. <laughs> so? Yeah. I'm like, so, uh Interesting choice to choose an automatic on your Porsche. <laughs> and the guy's face just went stony. Well, I don't even and know. I don't, know, I don't even kidding. know if it was if, if, a, four, if a whatever six speed is even available for that car. I mean, I, I kind of got the impression that that wasn't even an option. It was that's the way it came. But I don't, I, I don't remember. I know the if you there's a, a Porsche. It's like, it's like the twin turbo one that comes with paddle shifters. But I think it's you can. You can also put it in full auto mode, or you can do that thing with the paddle shifters. Right. But, you know, you can't compare the the automatic transmission on a Ford Focus, you know, your, your everyday get-around car, and, and think that that's the same thing as an automatic transmission in a Porsche. It's just not. Right. And uh, I can attest to that because now I've driven both of them. Speaking of which, my brother uh, took delivery of a... Uh, the Focus Rally car, the, I, I think it's a Focus R or something like that. Yesterday, it's uh, all-wheel drive and like 330 horsepower or something crazy. But uh, that's pretty cool. So there's another uh, hot all-wheel drive car in the family. But well, it's, it's kind of funny because I uh, I have a good buddy of mine that, that uh, he's a big Tesla fan. So apparently Tesla just came out with a hot, uh, a hot car. Yeah. And he posted pictures of it on Facebook, and he was all, "I want this car." Yada, yada, yada. And then they read the article, and they make it sound like it's a, like it's a supercar. Yeah. And uh, so I said, "How did they make that car go so fast?" I said, "Did they put an engine in it?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give it a, give them shit about it, you know? And, yeah. Uh, So, well, kind of the, you know, it's 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 because it's all electric motors and you know yeah. electric, electric motors are going to accelerate well, way speed. faster. Than the... He said uh, his response to that was, an engine is so twentieth century. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I said, no, well, what, does it, on what does it does it what does it run on? Gas or gravity? Yeah, <laughs> to make it go so fast. Well, you know, I I always wondered why they didn't, if they're so concerned about fuel efficiency, and they still want a lot of horsepower, why don't they make a diesel electric? You know, like the trains. Um, who, who's that? Is that one of our guys? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that was a courtesy vehicle or whatever. Okay, so now we're going to get on it a little bit. There's a corvette that needs to be taught a lesson. Um Anyway, uh, so he, he just learned his lesson. He's hanging away. There's a, uh, sheriff heading ninety four 92 westbound, I don't know who the 90-bit really uh, uh about exit 116. Copy, good looking out. Hey Kevin, is your headrest out of gas or what? Hey, where's everybody at? Uh, we seem to have lost most of the group. Just so everyone knows, there's a nice, lovely sheriff's department uh, for the state police joined us at mile marker 140. Right back, thank you. Back. Anyway, uh, you know, why don't they make a a car that's diesel electric? And you just have a separate motor for each wheel, and a a diesel engine that just supplies electricity. You know, you get the same uh, torque and stuff, and it'd be a real fuel efficient. I suppose it'd be really expensive to do it that way, but fuck, do I want to spend $40,000 every couple of years on a battery for my car? No. But basically, you can take the car that I'm driving right now and buy it every couple of years. Listen, to me, it's all bullshit. It's the government is sticking their ass in, in to this business, wanting somebody to make an electric car, paying them X number of dollars to do it. You're going to get, you're gonna get credits off your overtaxed ass to buy one because the company couldn't stand on its own two feet. It's no different than solar power, it's no different than freaking wind power. It's all in the same boat, got the only reason that company is even in business is because of that. The only reason they make a Prius is because of that. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't mind the concept of a car that has a gasoline engine to get you range, and most of the time it runs on electric. But you know, my my problem with it is like the range issue. I can't be stopping for six hours to recharge a, a car every <laughs> every hundred miles. It's well, just not what's happen. What, what's funny is uh, uh, my daughter had worked with a guy that had an electric car. He could not even drive to work, like fifteen miles, and drive home on the same charge. He had to, because it was, because we live in the North Country, um, batteries get drained really fast because of the cold. Yeah. And and they literally had to put a charging station in at work for him because of that. Now, who, who paid for that? He The company didn't pay for that. The, well, yes, the company paid for it because they freaking paid taxes. Yeah. But we all paid for it. Yeah, we all paid for it, you know. So he could drive, so he could feel good about his, you know, his, 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 uh, carbon fucking footprint. (laughs) Well, anyway, um, what, what other reason would that be? Yeah, I know. Well, maybe, uh, well, the the thing is, is like, for a while, it's like, uh, you remember back during the auto bailout, right? Uh, they, there was a deal where if you were buying corporate fleets... Right, so if you, if you, uh, like my cousin runs a big, uh, a big huge thing that makes these hoppers for grain, one of these companies, it's for farm stuff, and they have to have like a fleet of pickup trucks that they replace every couple of years. Well, um, he was really mad at GM and all these other companies because they basically got a bailout and Ford didn't take money, so he was going to buy. A Ford fleet. Well, the government gave them this huge rebate and incentive to buy a GM fleet instead. So, I mean, he, he voted with his wallet. You know, it, it, when you're talking about fifty vehicles, and they're going to give you like well, you know, 10 I mean, it's grand it's, the, it's the government playing god. Yeah, I mean, it's the government sticking their ass. You know, it 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 frost my cost me so much I bought a, I bought a pickup truck in 1979 or a, a, a 78, 78 or 79 it might have been 79 it was a f250 um, had a, uh, a 351 automatic four-wheel drive lockout hubs repair bones truck. Right, sixty-two hundred and fifty dollars. That's sixty-two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. You go buy that truck today; it's almost sixty-two thousand. Yeah. That's trucking. Well, thirty years later, forty years later, thirty-five years later, and yeah. it's forty and it's fifty thousand dollar truck. Well, what the hell? The well, number one, I would say, because I have a vehicle from. It's that like condition. an eighth. It's like an eighth of the uh, the steel because the, the new ones today are plastic yeah everywhere plastic and aluminum yeah you know well, I, don't, I don't know well, they're so not here's, here's here's what I, built like that here's my my take on that um I think we're, we're heading to grand. because i have one of those i have a, a truck of that vintage that we've actually worked on together mm-hmm. and uh it's an 81 ford f-150 ranger package so it was before there was such a thing or maybe for that year they didn't make a ranger i don't know I well it was there. a it was a uh, back then they had like an xlt package there was a package a trim package yeah. yeah xlt package they had a ranger package they had a, uh there was another package in there too and it was a it was the level of comfort that you wanted yeah and it could have been something like the seats were cloth instead of vinyl or yeah. there was a um, the, the floors were vinyl and and maybe it had a floor mat in it maybe it had a piece of wood on the, uh, yeah, the gray yeah. on the dashboard or something like that. It wasn't anything. Yeah, it's basically yeah. But 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 there was for a while, and I don't know if they're making. Look at that drill press. I, know what I don't I want that. <laughs> well, for a while, I don't know. If, do they still make the Ford Ranger? The, the little trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, that the the confusion is is that I'd say it's a Ford F-150 Ranger, right. and they, they everybody immediately right. thinks of a little dinky thing. Right. No, it's so F-150. it would be like a, It would be like a, that's a trim. Back yeah. then it was a trim package, yeah, now they have an extra, extra gas and tank and all yeah. that. But anyway, um, I guess I would say the difference is is that I have replaced every moving part now, including even the gas tanks on that vehicle, and it, it only has like 120,000 miles on it, and I've basically rebuilt the entire car. So cars from that vintage and trucks from that vintage didn't get near the mileage before they started having problems right and they had way less power but they were Which, way easier to work on yeah they're easier to work on but you know some of the some of the increased cost now granted some of that increased cost is because of regulation but also oh I would say the, some of the increased cost is the improvements I mean frankly a, a modern f-150 is a completely different vehicle than You would have paid a lot more than what you pay for an F-150 if you tried to buy that same thing with all of that technology on it back in 1981. Yeah, but it's not doesn't mean that technology is any good. Well, I mean that that's where the big grub is because you get like what a half a dozen more miles a gallon. I mean my 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 F-250 with uh, with the 351 used to get about 12 10 12 miles a gallon. Yeah. If you buy an F two fifty now, what do you get twenty? You know, I don't know. I mean, you probably yeah, don't. don't you, you, you're not ga- you're not gaining that much. You're you're getting a, a shitload more power, though. I don't even know if I believe that. Well, I don't even you know mean, if I believe can, that you because you it got up, but. You, it's 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 different. I mean, yeah. you know, you had uh, like my my F two fifty had a had uh, a big differential in the back yeah i mean yours is bigger than the ones that they make today yeah you know your six cylinder was putting out the other thing too is i think they measured the horsepower different you know how they yeah i suppose but you know they were measuring brake horsepower and yeah and wheel horsepower and you know so those get you get a little confused by that stuff yeah but the fact was that, you know lightning um, we're running into rain. Running, we're driving into a storm right now pretty quick. Um, but I think the, well, there's a nice-looking Jeep right there. that's yeah. If you hadn't noticed, guys, I'm a Jeep guy. I'm a Jeep guy and a pickup guy. That's a nice-looking Jeep. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you're getting airbags. You're getting, uh, you know, in a new vehicle. You're getting what they've done is they've, they've made it so it, it can only put out so much um, emissions and you know there's there is a difference between uh a 94 like i have a 94 well i gave it to my son but uh he still has it he's got my my um not 94 84 84 f250 he has my old 81 i bought brand new too Yeah. and uh he still has it and and i remember at one point in time I hooked it up back to back with a um, what the hell was that? It was a newer. I want to say it was a Dodge, but it was like a a Dodge that was like uh, like a 2000, okay, one or something like that pickup. And we hooked a chain between them and just pulled the chain taut and did a tug of war. Oh jeez. Reese hitch to Reese hitch. Yeah. And there was no. There was no—I mean, you couldn't even hold the brakes and stop me from pulling them around. Wow! Um, and it was—we laughed about that quite a bit. I mean, it was—we had a, funnier than snot. But I, I don't know. I—I mock, uh, you know. then plus, the other thing that they—they they did, like a new F—a new F-150 is like driving a car. Yeah. Apparently, because you know. People that buy pickup trucks nowadays are too a little bit too soft. For for oh, um, they they definitely do ride a little better. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, they do. Yeah. But what's the? I mean, you can't haul as much. You know, the towing capacity isn't the same. Yeah. So, you know, my my uh my F two fifty. I used to. I had a thirty foot. Uh, thirty foot bed the gooseneck trailer, so it was thirty eight foot overall. I mean, I would haul bulldozers with it. Yeah, and 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 back hose on it on my F250. Well, you know what? If you try to do that now, you're like, oh no no, you you have to have a 450. Yeah. You know you have to have an F550. And I was like, what the? What do you mean? It used to be you never needed anything more than an F350. F350 dually was like the, that was like the bomb ass. I mean, all the wreckers were F350s. Yeah. All the, a lot of the the, the uh, three yard dump trucks were, were F350s. Yeah. With it with, with duels on them now god you can't you, know, you can't do that that's you know f-150s now are basically grocery getters yeah i mean it, it, you know well, the, the the crazy thing is is like i Take, think back in the day people used to get a pickup because they had something to do with it like some work like you're talking <laughs> exactly. about, and like, now, like cutting wood or whatever right exactly like my my pickup was a farm truck yeah you know actually yeah, used it on the farm exactly. and that's how i use it now you know, so it, it, it was designed to do work. But now, like, you go to any apartment complex and you're going to see some tricked-out F-250 with some trim package that, like, if the guy, like, goes over a bump, then he's going to scrape the bottom of his thing off. <laughs> and it's it's like, you know, clearly that thing is not designed for work anymore. You know, that, that's what I always I always got to kick out of these, I think... Um, you know, like, for a while they were making, like, one of these companies had something called the Lightning. And another was, like, the Raptor. Well, Lincoln Lincoln yeah. makes a freaking pickup truck. Lincoln Continental, it's got Yeah freaking a little it's ass scrubber in a seat. <laughs> That's great. You know, a little, little testicle tickler. You know, it makes you feel good when you're driving down the road. Yeah, but it's like, you know, the, the point being, like, I think people aren't necessarily buying them for work anymore. Especially not those ones that are right. tricked out with effects on them. Right, that, that, that Lincoln has got like uh like candy candy paint in the bed. Oh yeah. With with, Jesus. with uh with clear coat over the top of that. Wow. Well, you know, I mean it, you, you can't even put anything in yeah. it. Yeah, you you go you get a bag of mulch or whatever and you're yeah. gonna cry. Yeah, 'cause it's because 'cause it's got dirt on it. Yeah, little rain here. Yeah, that's interesting. So we beat that dead horse. Yeah. yeah. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. He's also following us on the U.S. 12. Correction, U.S. 127. The uh, state police trooper followed uh, the pack onto U.S. 127. 10-4. All right, guys, this is uh, Team Dam our uh, 392. We split off. We're heading home. We got a few things we need to address. A bit of a rant. Yep. Watch the lightning now. Um, yeah, we're still, We're now we're in a different kind of driving now. It'll be interesting, those topless guys, and yeah. in the rally, will be like going, Oh, pull over! My leather seats are getting wet! Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good, pretty good rain coming down right now. And, uh, I have, so it's been fun Yeah, he I mean, was just, uh, riding next so uh um, up so to come Can you talk any about uh, about the uh, about the trip across the Amazon or not? Still not yet. Which one? The one that you went with uh, Oh yeah, no. Um, so some of that has already been on uh, television. But uh and then I uh, he let me uh, release Uh, a video from when we were in Vienna, so if you go to my channel on YouTube, The Average Iowa Guy, there's a video of uh, when we built a raft and we got screwed up on this tidal river and the raft sunk and all this stuff, so he let me release that, so that's that's out there, but uh, not a whole lot I can say publicly about it except for that. Uh, but okay. I know uh, he's, he's released the route for the next one, and that's uh, from the very tip, southern tip of South America up um, through the mountains, and then through the Amazon jungle, through Mexico, South America, you know, all those other countries in there, and then ending up in New York. Yeah. So that's also now public knowledge, so I guess we can talk about that. But, uh but that's got no dates. Yeah. Yeah, no dates. See, the reason, another reason I don't really talk about a whole lot of stuff uh, is because at one point there was going to be a an expedition across China, and uh, that we like, had some diplomatic troubles getting that to go. So I'm glad I never talked about that. Because see, my kid just, just, my kid just did a bunch of that stuff right now, and right now he is on his way to Mongolia. He's heading home. And he's on his way to Mongolia with his family. He's been in China for over a year. Wow! And now he's on his way. Uh, uh, he's on his way home. Uh-huh. So he spent a, about a month in Tibet. Jesus Christ! That's really coming down. now. Yeah. We better pause for a bit. All right. All right. Back with another segment. Uh, we just stopped at Mechanics. Had a hot dog a little coffee to recharge took some group photos and now we're on our way to gingerman where we're going to do some track time i guess uh, hopefully it's not raining yeah well if it is it's it'll dry off and this this is fine in the rain these guys that are rear-wheel drive may have a problem but I, yeah but they still probably won't leave much on the track it's yeah rainin'. who knows i don't know but we'll get a card. About what mile marker is he at? We're just passing uh, 37. He's coming up about, one, uh, about 36. Have any interesting conversations back there? No. No, me neither. <laughs> Not actually, no. I, I found that a lot of these guys are car guys, and all they know about is horsepower and... That's, that's probably this is the most exciting thing in their life <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, doing a burnout is that, is that is what they that's what they crave yeah that's the, that's the hilarious thing my car will not do burnouts <laughs> so even if I wanted to I couldn't do that <laughs> it just drips and it, it takes off Yep, and uh, and you can tell because these, the way they drive, where they're in a parking lot, they'll stand there and do a burnout, but when it comes on the highway, they'll be, you know, they're just going 70, or 65, or 55, they're, they're doing a the speed limit, which is what you're supposed to do, I guess, but... But to hear them talk, my God, they're the greatest thing it's, like, it's like bread. Yeah, their cars can do all of this, but but you'll never see it. <laughs> yeah, you won't see it. But you'll see some good burnout videos. Oh, I mean, there, yeah, there'll be some really good. Uh, uh, they have some real good burnout videos done with a drone and stuff. So. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. You know what? I guess it's teacher's own. I guess you're, you know, it's, you get as much excitement out of it as um, as you want, you know, out of life in general. You know, some people go through their whole lives working an eight hour a day job five days a week and, and taking care of their yard two days a week, and that's it. And they take a two week vacation every year and Stay in the same place for 45 years (laughs) and they, uh, then they die. Yeah, you know, that's, that's their, they're saving up for their big adventure, I guess, when they die. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Uh, You know, like, kind of one of those, kind of one of those things. That's, uh, as opposed to people that want to live their life like there is no tomorrow. Yeah. You know, currently my my son is uh, is in Mongolia with his family after spending a year in in uh, oh, 16, 14 months I guess fifteen months in uh, in China a month in 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 uh, Tibet and now he's on his way to Mongolia. To go hunting with golden eagles on horseback. That's gonna be so cool. I mean, talk about National Geographic Adventure. Yeah, uh, he's gonna have some really good stories. When we were, and and I remember when he told me that he was gonna do this, and he said, you know, he said, to be honest about it, he said, really, really geeked about it. He said, but what I'm really, really hoping for is for an eagle to claw me in the cheek. Oh, a hey. big old claw scar, mark. so I can have a big old scar on the side of my face. And when people ask me what happened, I can say, I well, was hunting I was... with a fucking eagle. <laughs> yeah, I was hunting <laughs> with an eagle, and, and it clawed me. He got a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. I laughed my ass off when he told me that. I thought it was so funny. But And it's... And it... You know, he can do those kinds of adventures, he can do those kinds of adventures, because he's a penny pitcher, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I always wondered how he's how he's making that work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, he's, he's so tight, he squeaks. Yeah. You know, he, uh, him and his wife make good money, and they, you know, but they don't spend it on anything. Yeah. Well they'll have some cool things to talk about. Oh yeah. And, and, yep, yep. And, and you know what? And their that's family photos are gonna be pretty crazy. Yeah. And you know what? That's that's sorta like money in the bank. I mean the reality of it is it's sorta like money in the bank because in the future you have the ability to to write books and oh look at that, he got he gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's he's gonna go there and not be able to do anything. Oh he's getting off. Oh, he's Whoa. passing on the right. No, no, he's got he's got a lane. No, don't, 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 don't. No, I guess. Yeah, he didn't have a lane. You can't do that. Ah. Wow. Now I'm gonna catch him. Wow. So, so we just got past on the on the uh, on the lane of an on-ramp, which I'm I'm not thinking that that's. I'm thinking that that's very legal. No, yeah, no, 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 no. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good... But you know what? It's a it's a race of... It's a rally of rule breakers, so... Yeah, I don't know what they thought they were going to get with uh, setting a bunch of rules. Well, except they got in front of us. Yeah, well, I got it. I got no. that car. That car can't do what I can do. Anyway... Um, So, uh, so we just passed a car with a a Gary Johnson sticker on it, okay? And it it got me thinking about the Bernie Sanders people. You know, I'm not seeing anybody, uh, I'm not seeing anybody transitioning from Bernie Sanders and, uh, an additional, um, bumper sticker on our cars well, what's what's crazy is uh, the Bernie people basically shut up after the yeah after the thing you know yeah, let's not get us killed No, don't worry I got this Um yeah, it is kind of interesting they have not gotten up uh, they have gotten uh, they were, they were very very loud and then they all of a sudden they flushed because the Ver, the Bernie people will not be whew, I don't think they'll be voting. I do not think that they will be voting for Hillary, which is an interesting thing because if you think about the way the Democrats uh the way, the way, um, Bernie took all of those races. Yeah, it's it's mind-bending to me. It's mind-bending to me that he is not, uh, he is not doing that well. Well, he got a new. I mean, she is not doing that well. He, he got a uh, new vacation see. house out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he bought some new. I think. 3rd or 4th house seven, yeah, $700,000 house Yeah, Beach House He got out of the deal And he got to ride on Clinton's jet a couple times Which actually The uh, the person that was renting the jet To uh, Clinton Is one of these guys on Instagram Dan Balzerian And he's like this but Basically he's a playboy He goes all over the Does he own and does crazy stuff Does he own Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 he, he owns the jet, uh, but he, he's uh, on Instagram, and uh, he, he's got all these, you know, millions of followers, and there's all these pictures of him, like, on yachts with, like, 30 women, and, like... Jet sent? Yeah, basically, that's what he does with his life, and he somehow parlays that into money, and uh, he's got enough of it that Hillary Clinton rented her campaign jet from him. <laughs> surprised Hillary didn't have her own jet. Well, I'm sure she does, but it probably probably the thing is is if she does it, it looks too bad. You know, when you when you have uh, two billion dollars, you can pretty much buy a jet. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the hilarious thing. What's amazing I, is you can have two billion dollars and never create anything. Well, yeah, but access, awesome. awesome, I guess great yeah. access you're the one that uh, has the pull okay we got him just running great. It's so smooth into the curves. And what'd you do, Claudio? You... Yeah. I adjust the casting camber and correct the tire pressure. Oh, what a difference! Look out, Jack! Hey, get out of here. I'm driving at home. Oh, Come, on, oh, right. God. God. Oh, Come on, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm out of here. Out of <laughs> how you go into office uh, basically you're supposed to be a public servant and those guys have like salaries of like 150000 and then as soon as they're out of out of office you're hearing that they have like hundreds of millions of well, dollars she was, never, she was never in office well she, was, uh, well, she, she um, was she was just a wife and and she made a, a lot of money during being secretary of state yeah she was appointed to that but she was a senator though you know right and uh, that's how it that's how it is I guess you, you have the you, you could argue that that's probably one of the most powerful couples in the world because it, you have an ex-president an ex senator and an ex secretary of state and a democratic that, um, that knows like literally everybody in government so uh, look at him, I'm pulling away. He can't keep up. <laughs> I got your Mustang right here, baby. He's got somebody. Awesome, he's busy. It's a gumballer. What team? Eight, 84, white Mustang. White Mustang, 94. Team Voodoo. Fuck, man. We're going the speed limit. Uh, All these gumballers drive way under the speed limit, so if you just drive the speed limit, you'll pull way past them. It's fun. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Got one trooper going northbound. 127. Exit 34, trooper heading north. What's up, Buttercup? Lost a pack. We're getting on U.S. 47 miles to our. They want us to go up uh, 131, I guess, by Grand Rapids. So we will literally have come uh, coast to coast today taking a a pretty windy route. Right. Um, Yeah, if, if nobody gets us, we'll be first into this last checkpoint today, which is pretty tight, which means we'll be at the front of the... Maybe we make a couple of trips around the track. Yeah. I think they said it's like a parade lap or whatever, so I don't think you're, like, racing around it. Well, what the hell did it say? Well, you know, well, I I think it'd be a liability thing to let you race around it. Yeah, I think they should, they should allow us three laps. Yeah, three real laps what would be fun is if they let us on a road course well, Maybe what you know yeah, like uh, no that, like Elkhart where, uh, there's all these there's all these road course tracks uh, like big famous tracks that they race on like Grand Prix style and stuff yeah no. uh, there's one in Atlanta there's one in Wisconsin there's a bunch of them like that I, oval tracks really don't do it for me A ways back and they catch up when we get stopped by uh, traffic basically but as long as he doesn't get in front of me he'll never they'll never pass us uh, or as long as he doesn't get in front of me he can't catch me when I'm pulling away so we're pretty safe there. As long as he doesn't go on the shoulder to pass again. <laughs> that was crazy. Yep. Yeah. Hey guys, be advised that we has got Team Voodoo just north of exit thirty six on one twenty seven. So it might be clearing off, which would be really a good thing. Yeah. Well, you know, we should be driving through this band pretty quick here. Should be what? We should be through this band. It's just basically yeah. a Big north south band. It's petering out. It's basically misting now. And we're going quick enough that it uh, looks like rain. Huh? It, we're going quick enough that it looks like rain anyway. Also, that northbound state trooper is still heading northbound on mile marker 35. Yeah, we're almost through. About another five miles and we'll be out of it. Yeah. Completely. Team Voodoo's on the road. How big of a ticket did you get? Oh, I don't know. He just left and we're following the state trooper now. Well, that's probably it for this segment. Uh, We'll. Maybe record at the track or something. All right. Team Voodoo, what's your location? Team 121 is right behind Voodoo, and we just passed exit 34. 104. State trooper heading north on 127. What well, mile marker? He just passed Liberty Road. 104. He's coming up to the spotlight at Jefferson. That's confirmed. That state trooper is heading northbound on 127, just past Jefferson. Well, we're driving home. Uh, lots to catch you up on. Uh, at our last stop yesterday was at this uh, road course in uh, western Michigan, in a place called Jackson. Or was that Jackson? That wasn't Jackson. That was uh, Bay something. Around. What's that? Uh, Battle Creek. Battle Creek. No, the, that Battle Creek is where we just came from. Grand uh, we're up, South uh, we're yeah, in South Haven. Yeah, South Haven. So our last stop yesterday was South Haven at a road course called Gingerman, and once again we were first in. So every checkpoint yesterday we were first in, and they. There was a race that was finishing up when we got there of these uh, things called chump cars. (laughs) They were awesome. Yeah, it was great. It's like these old beater cars that they put cages in and stuff like that. And then they race them, and you can only spend a certain amount of money and this and that. Um, So we get there, and they're finishing up that race, and they basically just open the track to us. And the first few laps, uh, there was a pace car ahead of us uh and then like confusion set in and all hell broke loose <laughs> and so people were doing all these crazy laps and uh i got it was turned. fun we, we had the track for an hour yeah I mean, that was that's kind of unusual and because uh, uh, they had done that in the past and apparently they were real strict about what they wanted done yeah and uh and they, you know they had a pace car on there all the time they weren't allowing anybody to do anything and uh but this time it was not bad at all yeah And I I got on right towards the end, and I had an open track. And I was able to take a few laps really, really kind of at the edge of the car's abilities. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, And then last night, we went back to a big casino called the Fire Keepers and had a a party with a band and all this. Uh, I ate a gigantic burrito. Oh, I had the best... uh, the best brisket that i've had in a long long time yeah and uh i mean it was nice it was the right amount of smoke it was uh very tender very odd ar- very artery clogging yeah uh, but it was just outstanding just outstanding right so the deal with brisket when you cook it is that brisket it has a lot of collagen in there and a lot of kind of bristle for lack of a better term and you have to cook that slow enough so that that uh so that that bristle uh, renders away and then you get a real tender fork you know fork tender meat uh, and there's there's basically two ways to do that if you're going to barbecue it and try to smoke it you have to smoke it at very low temperature for many many hours yeah like 15 yeah 15 plus and then by the end you've got it but then a lot of times it ends up too smoky if you do it that way or too dry or too whatever so the other way to do it is uh, you, you put it in a, a, a covered pot and you add water to it and then you, you bake it or roast it, what wouldn't be roasting, it's called braising, because it's a covered pot with liquid, uh, for several hours until it's fork tender, but you never let it get above boiling temperature, so you're still doing it at a relatively low temperature. It should never go more than simmering, so I think... It's like 200 degrees, 200. Well, like two, 225. Some people, you might set your oven at 250, uh, and it, it'll probably never quite get to that temperature during the cooking. And if it does, you just turn it down or crack the door or something. But uh, on a restaurant scale, if I was going to try to make brisket, uh, I wouldn't spend all my time smoking it. I'd spend, a, I'd put it in a in the smoker for a couple hours, and then I would finish the cooking, braising. And then you're on a one-day timetable. You know, you can you can start that in the morning and have it ready for dinner or whatever. Um, so I, my guess is that's how they did it. But anyway, it looked looked fantastic, and I have to say that restaurant was pretty awesome yeah it was nice yeah and it wasn't wasn't a lot of money i think mine was 10 bucks and his was 12 or something yeah, was, like that yeah it was fairly fairly inexpensive yeah and so then after the after that we went uh hung out for a little bit and then went to this party which was a band and not a whole lot happened except people got all shitty and <laughs> at 10 30 i was just done so i went back to the hotel room and slept and how late were you up? Oh, I stayed up till two. I was I was in a deep political conversation with a with a 26 year old kid, um, and I was uh, actually it was it was actually a really really nice conversation. And if more of our 26 year olds. We're like him. I think we'd be in good shape. Yeah. You know, hopefully, hopefully they're uh, they're a lot more like him than not. Yeah. Well, so, you know, he, he comes back in at 2, and, of course, I'm dead to the world. I, I had no idea any of this was going on. The only thing that woke me up last night is Jim had his phone plugged in, and on the phone we had this app called uh, Zello, Z-E-L-L-O, <laughs> and it was basically a car-to-car walkie-talkie. You set up like a little... Uh, chat room or whatever and then you can talk back and forth on it well at like one in the morning people started going crazy on there making all this noise and hollering and, uh, and so I had to get up and turn his phone to silence uh, but other than that, man, I slept till like 8. So I go down in the morning for coffee, and uh, there's, a, there's a tour bus in there. So one of the things people do when they get a little older is they'll uh, sign up for a tour bus where they go for a weekend and hit like a casino on Saturday or something like that, and then they, the tour bus takes them home. So there's a group of old people in there. And it was funny because uh, every single person in that room was like, My God, did you hear those people last night partying until like all hours, all hours? And, and, and like they were, waiting. it's because these gumballers were like raising hell all night long. And they're like, you think the hotel would have done something? And then this other lady was like, and the sex? There must have been 14 women in that room. <laughs> <they were> like... <laughs> so so I, I, I just got a big chuckle out of that. And I, I wouldn't tell Jim about it until now. Because, <laughs> it, it, was just, it was just one of those moments that kind of captures the, the zeitgeist of the, of the whole rally. Uh, then, then, of course, we you know, after dinner, we went and had a uh, iced tea at the uh, bar there, and there was a table of gumballers behind us, just raising hell, oh yeah, like just terrible, you know, and that that's that's part of the whole rally um, it was it was funny, I mean, we yeah, were laughing at them, yeah they they were just three sheets uh, and just loud and really oysters and stuff <laughs> all these like blue hairs were I walking think, by like clutching their pearls and stuff <laughs> I think I think a lot of them are going to be surprised uh, at the end of this month when they look at their credit card statement yeah they, they were <laughs> they were ordering round after round and it wasn't like inexpensive number one it wasn't an inexpensive bar and then number two the stuff they were ordering was all like top shelf yeah that was pretty funny yeah so, uh... So the coolest car that I saw... Actually, it was two cars that I saw that I really thought were bomb-ass. One of them was a 64 Galaxy 500 XL. I got it one piece at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. You'll know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style, I'm gonna drive everybody wild. Cause I'll have the only one there is around. Uh, yeah, Red Rider, this is the cotton mouth in the Psycho Billy Cadillac. Come on. Oh. Uh, this is the cotton mouth, and negatory on the cost of this machine there, Red Rider. You might say I went right up to the factory and picked it up. It's cheaper that way. Uh, what model is it? Well, it's a 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59 automobile. It's a 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 69. Heads up, there's a state police officer coming towards us on oncoming side. Be careful, he is vicious. Hey, did anybody say there's a state trooper? Yes, there's one heading north on 127. And one on south coming up towards you guys past Loomis Road. They don't count unless they have two lights on top of their car, right? I don't know. Fly going down and ask them. I just mooned them. little history lesson for everybody. You do realize those are not lights on top of their cars. Those are gumballs, hence the gumball rally. It had a tri-power on it, and it was... Pretty stock, and back then you could get a car that had three carburetors on it from from the factory. Yeah, you know, and it was built like a, it was built to race on, on a strip. I mean, they were uh, in the '60s. It was a big. We were everybody was um, was really focused on doing a quarter mile, yeah. a standing quarter. That was the big deal, and every car every car company had to have a car that did a standing quarter in like 11 seconds 12 seconds i mean it was like it was like their that was their goal to have a out the door turnkey strip car yeah and pretty much every every uh every car company back then made you know made those goals yeah i mean you had you know you had the chemels you had the novas you had the camaros you had the the um uh, falcons the galaxy 500s there was a there was One model in each one of those lines of cars. You know, uh, Chrysler had the uh, uh, Roadrunners and 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 Darts and. They all had they all had a car in there that was uh, that was a was a 12 second strip car yeah in and, and their lineup and it was a big deal and so there was two of those cars there uh, during the rally one of them was was pretty stone stock I mean it was the way the way it came from the factory. Yeah, and it had a factory tri-power on it. Yeah, and uh, and then the other one was a little bit less because he had a Detroit diesel uh, giant uh, uh, turbocharger on it. <laughs> he was that the, that thing that he had was pretty tricked out. Yeah. Um, but so explain what a Detroit diesel turbocharger is. Well, okay, it's a well, uh, you know, what a turbocharger. Yeah, a turbocharger's yeah. got. Um, basically, it spins off the exhaust pressure, and it, and it pressurizes the intake air and crams more air into your engine. Right. And so it makes it, it gives it more power. Yeah. So uh, typically, a, a, a turbocharger in a car might be four inches, maybe five inches yeah. in diameter. You know, and it's made for a certain CFL. Well, the one that he put in his car, off of a Detroit diesel, you know, their tractor engine, yeah, or a big truck engine, it was like ten inches in diameter. Yeah, it's was like twice the size. Yeah, and so obviously it packs in twice the amount of air. Yeah, and uh, uh, it generates a boatload of horsepower. Yeah, but it was it was like one of those things that you know people don't. There's always certain kinds of people that think outside the box when they do shit like that. Yeah. You know, they, the big thing when I was growing up was uh, uh, they would take a supercharger off of, the, off of old diesels, uh, 671 Detroit, and uh, uh, put a supercharger on the car. Yeah. And that was that did the same thing, except it didn't run off the... Yeah, it runs off your crank. Yeah, it runs off your crank in a belt. Yep. So it was a little bit... Uh, uh, a little bit more responsive I guess. Yeah, that, which which really surprises me that that these cars that are coming today that have turbos on them don't have superchargers on them? Well, a lot of them have two turbos, one that operates at one RPM range and another that operates at another, so you get more seamless power across the band. Right. Mine really doesn't start to get going until about 3,000 RPMs. Right. Which is why uh, yesterday on the track, you, you really kind of have to keep your RPMs. Uh, above 3,000, if you want to get out of corners and stuff. So, well, and, and but the thing with a with a supercharger is you got you got a almost an even uh, power band. Yeah, because yeah. it's because the, the faster the crank spins, the more uh, the more the supercharger spins. Yeah, and and with a uh, turbocharger, they have what's called turbo lag. Yeah, because yeah, for a while actually, you're you're taking you're taking power out of the system right yeah built below a certain rpms right. Yeah. so it's so it's interesting it's, a, it's the same it's similar results just a different way to get there yeah so but he had a giant he had a giant turbo on that uh, on that with a falcon yeah and it was uh or no common common i'm sorry and um uh, but it was it was really very well done and uh I mean it was and he was a young guy too. That was it was kinda like you know, it's like I had a friend of mine in uh back in the day that was a mechanic, he was a diesel mechanic for Rich Contractor, and he was building a uh a fifty-five Chevy strip car. Yeah. Now fifty-five Chevy's are big and heavy and they're not aerodynamic and and everybody was like, What are you doing a fifty-five Chevy for? That's like gonna be very difficult and he said, You know what? Anybody can make a, a Camaro go 10 seconds or yeah. sub 10 seconds quarter. Yeah, he said you don't see very many 55s do sub 10 second quarters. Yeah, and so that was what was motivating him was because nobody else did it. Which is, which is really like the adventure spirit. Yeah. You know, nobody else has done that. Nobody else has uh, climbed that mountain. Nobody else has walked this path. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, so he was, he was an adventurer in his own right. Yep. The, uh, so like all this happens and then, um uh, this morning, uh, we get up, get get moving around. Uh, we This old lady was sitting next to us in the breakfast area, and uh, she thought Jim was G. Liddy. <laughs> and so uh, she wanted her picture. She wanted an autograph. And then because we were racing, she wanted Jim. What was the name of the driver oh, she, she held? was that? Ken, uh, Ken something or other. Yeah. She Kenny, wanted Kenny something. Yeah, she wanted Jim to write on a napkin to this Kenny guy to give her backstage passes because you know because I have pole. yeah because <laughs> he has and yeah. and if you're if you follow NASCAR it's the guy's I guess pretty popular but yeah. it's, I think his first name was Kenny yeah and I, I don't remember what his last name yeah but, so he, he writes this thing on there <laughs> please give her uh, two pit passes your friend G. Gordon Liddy or something like that G. G. Liddy yeah uh, yeah it was uh that was funny uh, uh let's see, yeah, it was hilarious, and then we had a driver's meeting this morning, and they we still don't know, okay, so the the deal with this is is like the quote unquote winner of the rally it's basically a random thing you go to you go to checkpoints. And we went to six, but you can only turn in five tickets, and it's random what each ticket is going to be worth. They literally just draw out of a hat what each ticket is worth with poker chips. Right. So essentially, the the winner of it is basically randomly chosen. So you know, which is fine. That's that's the way to do it. Um, that's one way to do it. Uh, but the, the the rally is kind of unusual in that. You can have the rally experience you want. So there's guys that just want to come along and race hell and party, uh, and then there's there's uh, guys that kind of want to cruise along and you know have their car. You know, like the guys with the the '64 Galaxy and, and the right. Comet, they're they're probably not out there racing, racing around. And Although he did to go to good strip time, I guess. Yeah. So you know they're not they're not doing like. They're not out there to like rally, basically, or, or run race. Run down the highway and race yeah. on the highway. And so there's there's that way to do it, and then there's another way to do it, uh, and that's to try to get from point A to point B as fast as you can. Of course, obeying all speed limits and traffic laws, which is what we did. <laughs> and uh, that there was a there was a group of cars that ran it the way we did. And uh, they all ended up at this. But Pretty much everybody that was really and truly out there, uh, hauling ass and, and doing what, doing the, doing it the way I wanted to do it. Uh, they all, the, we all, for some reason, chose the same final destination, which was that uh, short, you know, road course. And you know, we got to go out there and tool around, and, and that was a lot of fun. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, so. It, it really isn't a race; it's a rally. But there's a lot of different paths you can take, and a lot of different ways to do it. So you you could literally show up with your minivan and just have a good time, or you could get a group of buddies together with your, you know, Ford Fiesta. And you know, there just was there husband and wife teams. Yeah, so yeah. Was, there, there was, was like father son teams. Yeah. You know, it it was uh it was quite a deal. Um, but, you know, I, I got into it as, uh, you know, I wanted uh, I wanted to drive, baby. <laughs> and we drove, and had uh, a good time. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I had a great experience. And then, uh, well, so at the driver's meeting today, they announced that, uh, you know, we're going to this Emma, uh, Michigan International Speedway to see a NASCAR sprint thing. Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm so white I might as well be an albino, and Jim's kind of the same way. And uh, there wasn't going to be any kind of rallying or anything like that today. It was basically just going to be drive over there and then drive sit, back. Sit, sit in the sun. Right. And uh, wearing black t-shirts. We yeah we, we we both kind of decided that you know we we did what we came to do. And uh, if you can watch the race on TV. Yeah, and uh, you know from air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, it's so not only that. Not only that. Okay, so the, the race is three hours. Yeah, we got two hours to get there, so that's five hours. It's 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 going to be at noon is when they're taking off. Yeah, and we've got a four-hour drive to get home, and there's a four-hour traffic jam after the race. Yeah. Start adding those hours up and you're like going, Okay, well I'll be there I'll be home tomorrow. Yeah. Well and you know, part of the adventure thing is go out and do your adventure and when you've done what you set out to do, go home and tend the home fires. So yeah. tonight I'll be back at home with my family, we'll eat some lasagna, maybe play Watch some out, uh, we have on on head. maybe play some geeky board games, you know, and uh I got I got what I wanted out of it. And I, you know, and so I had a great time. Uh, you know, what about you? Had a great time. Yeah. Had a had a very had a lot of fun. Met a lot of interesting people. Yeah. Had some nice political discussion. Had some nice uh, uh, had some funny discussion about generalizations of people. You know that kind of stuff. You yeah. Know. yeah. Funny ha ha stuff. Yeah yeah. Then this morning it was kinda of funny to, to look at everybody that was kinda of dragging ass. Yeah. <laughs> drank a little bit too much, a little bit too much dehydration. To yeah. Because you're in that you don't, you don't realize it, you know, you get in that air conditioning and you drink. And, then, and air conditioning saps the moisture out of your skin, so you're not only dehydrating yourself with alcohol, you're actually in an environment that you get dehydrated normally. Yeah. And so you add those two things up, and, and then the, and then the alcohol makes you not realize that you're getting dehydrated, and pretty soon Uncle Hangover is in the morning. Yeah. I want to go on a new trip. Yeah, that'd be a good, good thing to do once it pulls off a little bit. Uh, like a, you know, Saturday morning to Sunday morning thing. You know, all right. Maybe that's a good uh, future episode. Yeah, Friday night to Sunday morning. Yeah, could could. Knowing you, admit that won't work though. Right. Because uh you're always uh Friday night actually means Saturday morning (laughs) with you. Saturday morning means late Saturday afternoon. (laughs) Oh. I was at nine thirty. Yeah, I know. After a two hour drive. Yeah, I know. So you did well. I got caught by the bridge on the way down. Yeah. Well, you got anything else to say? Uh, not really. Well, we, we don't have a Facebook page up yet. I'm going to set that up later today. Uh, I, I'll try to put it in the show notes, uh, where to find us and all that. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening uh, to the inaugural episode of the Adventure Podcast. Have fun. Bye. state troopers heading west or east on 12. He's joining up with the other guy in the parking lot. There's also one sitting on the south side of the road hiding. Another trooper heading east down on 12. I think they figured out what we're doing. The cones, what's the fastest mile per hour? Dante got 60. The driver wasn't paying attention. Team 666 had about 50 to swim through the cones. There's a couple of, of us that have big cone marks on the front of our cars. Team Cheesy at 50. We're kind of wussies. <laughs> <laughs> I did 55 and up the, the ass end almost flew out from underneath the fiesta. Oh. There's a state boy coming. is left on this. This is Randy. Thank you guys for making my weekend fun. I'm signing off on Zello. See you at the next rally.